the She Grows Podcast. This is Jen Matthews, and I'm so glad you're listening today. I'm back with Danielle and Sheila to continue a conversation we've been having. It's okay not to be okay, but not to stay that way. This is the last of a three-part conversation, so make sure to catch up if you're just jumping in. Here's part three. One scripture that I love so much is James 5.16. It says, to confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. I've heard that a lot, have always, always adored this because obviously we find forgiveness from our sins through Jesus. We find healing in community. We talked about community. Um, But when we're honest about what's going on, that's when we can talk it out and find healing. But the rest of the verse is what's so, so important to Mm. me. When we're talking about this aspect of it, the healing aspect, it says that the earnest, the rest of that verse says that the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Righteous, the righteous person is what sticks out to me in that part. It said, you've got to be looking for the right people when you choose to dig deep and speak it out. Like you're hidden things, you're crazy. The things you're trying to tackle in your life, when you speak those out, you cannot be looking for just community, right? Community is all the people's. Uh, It's the girl next to you, no matter what. So when you speak out these like hurts or traumas or things you're working through, you're looking for the right people. Yeah, you get to be a little picky with it. Yes, yes. be picky. For sure. Yeah, well, for some reason, I have now become the go-to divorce lady, <laughs> which is really funny in one side because I hate divorce. Like, just because yeah. it's like people think because I got divorced that apparently, You're like, advocate for oh, yeah, it. like I'm the picket fence lady, yeah. like, get divorced. You <laughs> don't hate them. Um, but it's like I really still hate it mm-hmm. um, because I really do believe that we're not created um, to do life alone for one. But when you get married, like it's literally scripture talks about two become one. And that's very literal and kind of ironic um, to me. I always think of the sand and Mm -hmm. like for me personally, we at my wedding, we did sand and we did black and white sand. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now when I looked at that sand, it's kind of gray. And when our pastor was actually reading about it and, and talking about the sand was you can never separate the grain again. Yeah. It will never go back to just a white mm-hmm. vase mm-hmm. with just white sand or a black vase with just black sand. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's going to be forever intermingled. And like, I think that's just so true. Like there's never going to be mm-hmm. a, Oh, well, okay, that's done. Move on. And because if we weren't created yeah. to be that way, you mm-hmm. know? And so I think, you know, that's something that for me personally, I didn't realize like you're forever tied to that person, mm-hmm. like forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not easy, period. Um, but at the end of the day, that was the Lord's plan. Mm-hmm. His plan was for us to find a mate and to be with them forever. That His idea was not divorce. But of mm-hmm. course, we have sin. We have yeah. We're human. Welcome to fallen earth. And, oh, and yeah. it's what happens. So sometimes that happens. But um but for me, um, so what you're saying is, is that people don't need to be running to you if they're looking for divorce to yeah. say, hey, yeah. give me a reason to yeah. divorce. Right, right. Because you're not going to be that person. No, like I'm, I'm the, right. Yes. My, I'm the biggest advocate for fighting. If yes. you have, I, I literally say it all the time, if you have one ounce of fight left in you, fight like heck. Yeah. Period. Um, because I promise it's language, worth it. language, watch it. I was about to say something, but I reeled it in. I reeled it in. Um, 
but but it's not easy. Like nothing is easy. Um, but understand that like on the other side of it, <laughs> you're killing me. Um, but on the other side of it, um, when you have fault and fault and you walked away with the scars yeah. and knowing like, like I like to think of it as like somebody walking away from a really bad fight. Like you got the scars and the bloody knuckles and you gave it every single thing you yes. had. You can come back yeah. and say, you know what? I gave it my best shot. Yeah. You don't ever want to walk away yeah. and say, well, I just gave up because he wouldn't listen to me. Sure. Or because we couldn't resolve this. Like be able to come back and say like, we gave it our best shot. Yeah. And here's where we are. But yes, Daniel, like I'm I'm not an advocate for divorce, unfortunately. But I am one of those people that's like, look, like stop and listen. Like yeah. let's stop. Let's let's make sure that we're really looking at the big picture here, yeah. not just the momentary feelings or the momentary frustrations. I love um, that people accidentally get really sound advice because they go to you thinking they're gonna get <laughs> it's the best <laughs> pat on the back and my, their permission to leave. It's my favorite because like, it's like gotcha. oh. <laughs> That's not what I was like. <laughs> no, it's my favorite. You may not have to do the work. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's my favorite because I, I do feel like they expect me to be like their yes woman. You yeah, know, and sure. I think everybody, it's easy to go to those yes people. And yeah. it's okay to link arms together and be yeah. like, you know what, I've, I want to partner with you. Right. I want to see the best for you. Right. But that doesn't always answer, the answer is not always going to be, this is the easy way out. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Well, and I think that's something too is that, like, I've realized that some people that have come to me, like, they legit, I'm like, why are you still there? Mm. Like, sure. you've got to, sure. yes. you know, they're here. Yes. Have we put boundaries? Well, yeah, you've put boundaries yes, and they've crossed them. That. Um, have we put in safeguards and yep. they've been just trampled over? Yeah. Have we, ha- have we sought counsel? Have we gone to therapy? Like, there are people that I've come back and I'm like, But why are you still there? Like, come on, you know? So I think it's just like a balance between the two. Like, realizing, like like we said, like, good, right, righteous counsel. Like, I'm not calling myself righteous by no means. But saying (laughs) that, you know, just finding the people. (laughs) But finding the people who are going to be real Mm -hmm. and who are going to love you. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of my darkest days, like, I literally did not know um, what I was going to do. Yeah. Um, And how to move forward or what to do, but my people were there ready. Um, and truth is like, um, I'll never forget that there was this one really cool spot and, um, it, my world was literally crumbling right before me. Like it was a literal, just reality was coming to things were really happening. We've had some really, really hard conversations and it was kind of one of those things where you, I drew a line in the sand Mm-hmm. And I, for once, had to stick to that line. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really hard. But a group of my closest girlfriends, we piled up in the car and drove <laughs> to the beach. And we all sat on the beach and we ate seafood and we came home. But I knew, like, sitting on that beach in one of the most darkest places of my life, mm-hmm. I knew these are my people. Yeah. And they weren't necessarily each other's people. <laughs> because there was some personality differences that we had along the way. <laughs> Um, but does the, that happen in real life? I'm so sure. Legit, legit, you know, like there's some friends you're like, oh no, you're no. not, you're not the whole group yeah. friend. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just true. It's, cool. it's just real. But they were your people. But they're my people exactly. for you. Exactly. And knowing that those were legit my people. And it, I can even look now like at those group of women that were there. And I'm just like, I'm so thankful because each of them 
have been a part of this journey with me. Each of them have been a part of my healing in different ways. Mm -hmm. And I could not be more grateful. Mm -hmm. And I could not imagine being in the place I am now without those people or without that relationship. And I'm just going to speak a little bit further to the testament of Sheila because it wasn't just one car. You had two cars full of women <laughs> there for you. Yeah, it yeah, was. It was, was really cool. Mm, a it lot was of really people cool. don't have that in their life. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For well, sure. And it's just, it's such a beautiful thing because we both witnessed this. Mm-hmm. We watched firsthand. Mm-hmm. You fought. I know, Danielle, you just made a joke about this. But for real talk, you fought like hell yeah. through yeah. the hardest and darkest of times while parenting a child with autism mm-hmm. while yeah. leading a little girl to know that her values not changed just because her circumstances did mm-hmm. yeah. while pastoring the kids at cultivate mm-hmm. while showing up as an amazing friend to the people around you working full time and doing it all with the same Sheila sass that we couldn't do without. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it was incredible to watch. You didn't skip a beat even in the middle of it. So we know, but we knew the fight. Like, we were the friends that, like Danielle was talking about one of our previous conversations, I could see you from across the room and go, oh, snap, Mm -hmm. it's a bad day. But watch you fight through it anyways. And it was just, it's incredible just what community can do. I remember having um, conversations with Sheila, gosh, and I'm going to cry right now, um, of walking through this season with you. And, um, you know, you would just, we would be on the phone and, you might be crying or upset and, of course, you know, naturally I want to come and I want to step in and help, you know, yeah. you, what friend doesn't want to, right. to make a way smoother for a friend. But there were so many times that I, I remember being paused because it was like the Lord was saying continually, no, she is mine. Yeah. She has to learn like this is where she is getting the grit. And it yeah. is a difference of knowing that he is God of the universe he is Sheila's father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember having to just fight that and just on the other end yeah. of the phone or maybe hanging up and just yeah. praying yeah. and feeling so reserved on my side of it. But seeing you walk and and put in the work of continuing on of the discipleship of, you know, your daughter and, and figuring out with your son and, and showing up week in and week out pastoring not just the kids that cultivate, but also the team that you lead. Mm-hmm. And you never skipped a beat with it. And um, I don't know many people that could do that. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me, Sheila, was it easy? It was easy. <laughs> she made it look Ooh. easy. No, it was very, very hard. Did, and <laughs> major, major consistent decisions to do the next right thing. Oh, the comic yeah. relief here. <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, of course it did. It's not easy to yeah. to go from not okay to okay. Yeah. And the truth is, like, I think we can see the reality of this with, like, walking through addiction or something. Yeah. That it's a lifelong battle. Yes, like, right? Of course. You right. may have conquered the things. You may have, be living a new life. Mm-hmm. But you're always going to be very aware that this was a part of your life. Right. And I think it's the same with any trauma or any hurt or any loss. You can conquer the big feels mm-hmm. and still know that you're going to have to keep doing the next right thing. You're yeah. going to have to keep, I mean, you're going to have to keep telling your daughter how important she is and right. how valuable she is. Yeah. And right. you're going to have to keep telling yourself how important you are and how right. valuable you are. Right. Yeah. And it's consistency, consistently making those next right decisions. But when you factor in 
that the Lord's got you yeah. and mm-hmm. he's got your burdens right. and his, like he cares when you can factor in just brutal honesty with people to where yeah. they can step in and be there mm-hmm. instead of just faking it out and just carrying this heavy load for no good reason. Right. You factor in your community, you can get there and keep walking. And I mean, do you feel like you're not walking in a life of freedom? I mean, literally, I, I was literally <laughs> telling somebody the other day, like it's literally weird. Like it's weird mm-hmm. being on this side of it because mm-hmm. it's like, what, what do I do now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do I do now? But mm-hmm. knowing, like, like you said, knowing all those things had to happen mm-hmm. to be able to be in this place, and it's still happening. It's still a daily decision not to roll back in to some mm-hmm. of those. You know, when it's a bad day or a bad moment or a bad conversation or whatever. But just making that constant decision and having that accountability in my people, like allowing mm-hmm. them to have that voice to say, "Hey." You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You look snappy today. What's that snap about? Does you someone know? call you out constantly over your sass? Yeah, there's a Shocking. particular person that is in my life that usually sends me about on a daily basis. And she'll be real quick to be like, okay, are you all right? But but I appreciate that. Like I, and, and the cool thing is, like, being in community, it's very vulnerable. And it is kind of scary. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. those people know your crap. Yes. And that's, uh-huh. that's a lot. Uh-huh. But they know your crap and they love you Yes. Yeah. And they're there That's for the you best. anyways. And knowing that um, it's vice versa, too. Yeah. Like, you get to be with them in their crap. Mm-hmm. And you get to call them out, too. Yeah. But, yeah. but literally being able to do life together. And I think, you know, the freedom in knowing you don't have to have it all together. Mm-hmm. And you can just be real with each other. I think that's just, that's probably the coolest thing that I have learned. Um, like, with people in that's this so season. Good. It's just being real. Yeah. There was a, um, I mentioned a doctor in one of our previous conversations. She's a therapist for law enforcement. And she has this other quote that I really love. Um, I'm going to read it. And she's she's talking about law enforcement. So I'm going to take the personal liberty of swapping some of her words. She wouldn't mind. She wouldn't she mind. It's fine. <laughs> because I think this is valid for all of us. And I want you to be able to really hear it, hear it. So I'm going to swap like job for life. It's just little things like that. But she says, what would be different about you, your career, and your family life if you were told in the beginning that your brain is going to get injured doing life? This injury is not because of weakness, but because of strength. Because you do your, you live your life with honor, resolve, bravery, and sacrifice. So here is a roadmap for how to get help for your brain when you need it. Like, what if you were just given the roadmap in the beginning? Mm-hmm. To like, it, this made me, makes me think of... Recently, we taught our son to roller skate. He had asked for roller skates forever. Finally got him for Christmas. And then he was like, oh, no, no I can't do that. <laughs> He learns a lot of things naturally. So when he stood up and was like, I can't do this, take them off. I'm really mad. Like, he yeah. was furious. Um, so we look up a little video on YouTube, like how to roller skate. I'm like, I know how to roller skate, but I don't know how to teach you yeah. to roller skate. So we look it up. And it teaches him how to move just a little bit. But then, like, one of the very first things it taught him was how to fall and how to get back up. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, da, da, da. we're just going through the motions. But then when I saw it in real life, I mean, he's a kid learning to roller skate. He's going to fall. So it wasn't long at all. He was proud of himself for being able to move. And then he falls down. And I was like, oh, here we go. He's going to cry and give up. And he goes, mom, I know how to get up. Mm-hmm. And he was so excited because he'd already been taught how to get up. So falling was not a big deal. It was mm-hmm. just part of the journey to him. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. And I thought, golly, what if we taught our kids? What if we were taught when we were kids? Hey, look, you're going to fall. And mm-hmm. when you do, not if you do, but when you do, mm-hmm. 
you go to your people, you go to Jesus, you go to the word, you get on your knees. Like Mm -hmm. if you were just given the roadmap from the beginning, but each of us, whether you're in dealing with these things right this second, or you're about to, because it's it's, it's one of the other, Mm -hmm. you're going to come across things. What if you just went into it knowing, you know what? This is part of life. This is a season that doesn't mean brush it off. That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean pretend like it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. But part of trauma, processing trauma, and I'm using the word trauma, but that's any kind of hurt or loss or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's leaning into it, Mm -hmm. realizing that it did happen, not pretending like it didn't happen, but processing and taking control back over the experience. Um, Acknowledge it, letting yourself feel the things and then letting it go. It's because we knew that you're going to fall and God has already paved a way for how to get back up again and keep going. That's right. It, I love the scripture in James. It's chapter one, um, verse two. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider an opportunity for great joy. For you know when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like how perfect is that? We know. Well, one, it's good. Our faith is going to be tested. Yeah. Okay. What's the next step? Complete it and consider it joy. Yeah. Okay. But then you've got this where you are, your endurance is growing. And then whenever your endurance is fully developed, you can put that in any scenario, Yeah. you know, roller skating, teaching to fail and getting back up, walking through long, long seasons of suffering, or even just a a really crappy Monday. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is so you can continue count it joy, let your endurance grow so that you will be complete and needing nothing. There's an end goal here. We're not just going to be, oh, our faith is going to continually be. No, we're going to get some grit Mm -hmm. with where we are. We're going to learn. We may get scuffs on our knees, right? We may get a few boo-boos. We may need some Mm band-aids, but we're going to do the work so that we will need nothing. What what I think is so cool is the more you do the work, the more you hit these seasons of life and fight through, get to the other side successfully and look back. It's like just the evidence of God's hand Mm -hmm. working in so many ways gets you so much strength and endurance Mm -hmm. for next time. Yeah. Yeah. The next time you hit a battle, that would have been huge a long time ago. You'll be like, nah, girl, you ain't got me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's to me. That's the worst is to continue to have to go on a cycle mm-hmm. of not figuring out how to move past this next level, mm-hmm. right? Like if we're putting yeah. it into that aspect, mm-hmm. yeah. Why do we want to continue to keep going back? Let's learn the lesson. Let it not be in vain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, the not staying that way part of all of this is mm-hmm. the most important part of this topic is the most important part of not being okay. It's the not staying that way. Mm-hmm. And um, it just, t- it takes multiple pieces. Like we've talked about acknowledging the fact that it is okay not to be okay. Right. But then realizing that Jesus has made a way for you to not carry your burdens alone and walk out healing and community. Those are all parts of it. But know that in the middle of it all, it's a season. Mm-hmm. It's a season. We're going to have so many seasons. Mm-hmm. But uh, there just will be light again. There will be life again, and there will be freedom again. We have loved having this conversation with you, and we hope it shed some light on walking through the not okay times. They're bound to come. If you've just jumped in with us, make sure and go catch up on the rest of this conversation. It's been a great one. Make sure to connect with us on social media so you always know what's going on. And we would love it if you would take a moment just to rate and review this podcast. The more engagement it gets, the farther it can go. Share it with a friend who you know would be encouraged by it. 
We would love to get the word out and be able to reach farther into building a godly community of women. This is one way that we can walk our faith out together. Thank you for letting us be a part of your day today. Until next time, keep growing.